しさにまぶたを閉じた君のこと誰の目にも触れない影に Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Class 1A podcast. My name is Andrew Nimsgerman. I will be your host as always. And alongside me, I have James Graham and Dylan Beal. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm excited to talk about these. It's,、uh, it was a good slice of life kind of set of、uh, chapters leading into like, some more action oriented ones. So I'm excited. Yeah, I was going to say it was slice of life until it wasn't. And then it very much wasn't. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about yeah, them too. It was definitely. One of those episodes, I kind of use the comparison of like Game of Thrones, something like that. It's one of those shows or even a movie where the entire first half, it's kind of slow. Like you're really interested, you love the world building and all that. Then all of a sudden, they just throw so much at you that when it ends on a cliffhanger, it just pains you. And this one definitely ended on a cliffhanger. And that's why like reading five chapters at a time instead of volumes at a time sucks. It makes more sense for how we do it because talking through a whole volume is so much to talk about. But this is definitely one where I wished we didn't do just five chapters because I want to know what happens next already. But before we can talk about the cliffhanger, all the slice of life action, let's go through the rigmarole before we jump in the episode. Make sure you tell all your friends about the Class 1A podcast and make sure you leave a five star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions for additional notes, other segments we can do for the show, all that good stuff, hit us up on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at poppedoff.com. But with that, we will now be diving into chapters 46 through 50 of the Vigilantes manga. Chapter 46 Koichi and Pop are on their way to the performing group's meetings. They're both a little late because of work and their own、um, homework, but they run into Makado and CC on the, way to,、uh, on the way there, and Captain Celebrity picks them up and flies them both there. We learn a little bit more about Captain Celebrity's quirk and how it's able to protect him and others from the cold, heat, and physical damage. But not to really tell anyone about it because knowing the ins and outs of a hero's quirk is very detrimental if villains find out about it. The group enjoys Christmas together, and at the end, Makado informs Captain Celebrity that he will be returning back to the USA soon. All of his lawsuits and pretty much all the issues he's had over there are going to be solved soon. He's going to get his license back, and his wife is pregnant on top of all that. After the party, the three little girls from the group get into a taxi that is suddenly picked up by a flying villain. Captain Celebrity rushes to save them, but the car explodes. Captain Celebrity is able to protect all of them, but it is clear that he adjusted the force field kind of around him that we learned about earlier so that it protected them and less of her, and we see him get damaged for the first time ever. But it was also a huge publicity、uh, stunt for him, and he is now more popular than ever, really.、Um, and that is where chapter 46 ends. Going into chapter 47, we see the detective and All Might at the top of the All Might Tower. I'm mean the Might Tower. I'm talking up, catching up. Nemoso、uh, informs that he's going back in an investigation because they've gotten new information from who we know is knuckle dusting. Later on,、uh, the detective also meeting with Aizawa, who has all this new information on the vigilantes in the area. And where him and Midnight got that from was actually from Pop and Koichi, who pretty much gave them detailed reports of everything they've done. And handed that off to the detective, which has actually been really helpful and allowed them to start moving forward.、Um, meanwhile, the TV does not stop talking about how Captain Celebrity saved the day and how he's more important than ever, but that he's also made his announcement return back to the United States. Makoto announces that there will be a huge farewell party for Captain Celebrity at the Tokyo Sky Egg, and that all the members of the performing group will be performing there, alongside with heroes and just a ton of other people showing up to celebrate him going away. 
Chapter 48, Koichi goes back to the Hotter Brothers shop to give more USB information, but he is gone, and they're pretty much just giving him grief, like, great, you're the new Aizawa, you're just coming here to bother us all because you have nothing else to do. But to go in and give that to Midnight instead, as he's as she's kind of taking over for Eraserhead, as Eraserhead is now working with the detective instead. Um, meanwhile, all Pop and the group are performing for Captain Celebrity's farewell party, um, and just getting ready for that. Um, Aizawa then goes and meets the detectives and learns that he's going to be working alongside Fatgum uh, Fat and Monica that we uh, met earlier on in the series to help take down the villain factory that they now have an idea of where that's going to be at. They go through all the normal shenanigans, but overall Aizawa is not excited to say the least. Um, throughout the day, they're carrying on the investigation um, and is spotted by Pop and uh, is spotted by Koichi. I apologize. Aizawa just tells him to ignore his and then goes to the Hada Brothers shop where he pretty much says he's dating an idol and they freak out once he shows back up. Chapter 49, it is the day of the farewell party at the Tokyo Sky Egg and one by one various pro heroes come off the stage, show off their abilities and everyone's having a great time with Captain Celebrity coming in at the end, standing, uh, receiving a standing ovation. Meanwhile, Eraserhead, Fatgum, and Monica, and the rest of the police uh, force are preparing to uh, raid the Nomura Pharmacorp, which is the villain factory's base of option. Um, when all the police force are ready, they rush in, and they end up taking down several of the uh, researchers in the facilities and go to the back, where they do find one of the bombing villains, similar to the one that blew up the car Captain Celebrity saved the little girls from. Eraser is able to stop that quirk so it doesn't explode, and Fatgum launches on him to neutralize him. But, however, they realize that he was not the only bomber villain. Instead, there was a whole army of them, pretty much, in this building. He took out one of them, but the um, speed villain that we learned about 2 o'clock blows up one, and the rest of them fly out and start heading towards the Sky Egg to go and blow it up. With Chapter 50... Everything's going along great with the celebration for Captain Celebrity until he shows a picture of him, his wife, and his baby. And his wife is not happy about that when he calls her on stage. Um, one by one, um, Akido pretty much tells him to get off stage. And they go back to having the various heroes carrying out their own performances. And Koichi goes back to get Captain Celebrity. Um, Captain Celebrity is still talking to his wife, kind of trying to calm her down. When all of a sudden he looks outside and sees five of those exploding creatures coming straight for the building. Um, one of them blows up and it looks like Koichi is sent out. But instead he just grabs onto the side of the building. But several more of them hit the tower and it begins to collapse. Captain Slurpy flies outside starts holding it up. When suddenly one of the bombers comes in and just starts doing ultimate explosion punches. I think what the moves was. But Captain Slurpy is still holding strong. But it is not everything that has been planned as there are two more bombers coming to attack him. Captain uh, Koichi definitely screams for help for the safety of Captain Celebrities. Um, and at these moments, one of the special All Might hoodies falls on him. And that is where the chapter ends. So I, I'm going to say it. We're, we're, we're all ready for it. We, it's going to come up. But we get wash. We do. <laughs> we get wash. The thing that we've been waiting for. I don't know if we've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for a while. I know, I know you have, but um, but no, I think I think one of the coolest parts about these chapters was like uh, like towards the end of where we just got a bunch of really cool pro heroes that um, we haven't seen since 
uh you know that little portion of the anime where they kind of introduce them and then that's really it right so like this is a super cool like insight into like oh here's those really cool uh like all those really cool superheroes that we haven't seen it's awesome yeah and it shows that they've been like relevant for this long as well because we always we always go back to the the time gap right so it's cool to know that so many of them are so active initially or like or i guess like like they've been so active for so long rather yeah, Andrew, I don't know if you have this information, like, handy, but do you know when this came out and when the hero arc of the manga came out? Like, how big of a gap uh, of a difference? Um, I'm just wondering to see, like, is this, like, a, they introduced the hero arc and, you know, this came a little then bit afterwards go back and it's this, whatever, yeah. or if it's kind of, like, a, like, trigger on how it's, like, kind of the opposite of, like, maybe this was, like, a first little teaser and everyone's like, oh, who, who's this? Um, yeah, let me look into that quickly. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's cool. Um, I, I, I love a lot of these heroes. I think they're super sick. Um, we get to see Mirko. I love her. She's she's the best. So This came out a whole year after. So the hero arc, the first um, mention of that arc happened on May 28th, 2018. This came out March 23rd, 2019. So it was about a year later okay so so people who read were like fairly like acclimated to these these heroes. yeah these ca- okay. yeah these characters were not yeah new to them i do i do like going back to the beginning of this group of um this group of chapters like i mean i'm a big fan that they like one kind of address what captain celebrity's quirk actually is because we just assumed he was like another like all might kind of uh like character when he really isn't the two of them have like polar op well not polar opposite course but they they have the same functionality but just very different ways of doing it i thought that was really cool um also addressing that like yeah like there's a reason why we don't let people know how his quirk works for obvious reasons and honestly this is like a this is like a big a big cabin celebrity like redemption couple chapters like the dude the dude has become so much better he's way less obnoxious he's just he's just an idiot yeah i because I, I thought it was really cool because throughout the series so far we had like small moments of him getting better like him kind of being like a little bit more humbled um after his first introduction and then slowly helping the group and he starts getting a little bit better and better and this is just like the thing that really solidifies like oh he's like i don't want to say he like learned his lesson but you know he's he's gotten a little bit better he's he's used his time in japan wisely um so i thought this was really good but also i thought he was just giving big death flags all over the place oh i know yeah like that it's it seemed like it had to be that but i like i we have so many so much things to talk about like in the span of all the chapters but like the like second last panel in chapter 50 is just so sick with him just standing there and he's just like, yeah, you're gonna have to do way more than that to like take yeah. me out. I'm like, that is that's so cool, man. Like, it, it just makes it makes you love the character that much more. But going like early back when we got, we got the team up of Eraser and what's her Monica is that the the, the, yeah, the chick Monica. the chick with the crab hair? Oh my god, there's like there's a nice little thing, but like when they're going undercover. Where she oh, like the suits, the suits yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to call this. Up. Yeah, yeah. Where she was just like, you're never gonna know when you have to dress up in a suit to address a scandal. And he's like, that's not gonna happen. Well, <laughs> well, it, it it certainly happens. And I, oh, it's just so it's just so well done. It's so good. Um, yeah. That's the first time the manga's really been meta, though, hasn't it? Like, obviously, there's everything's in the past, but this is the first time that's clearly addressing something that we already know happened. 
No, that's not true. Um, yeah, he got, the... meta, he got meta specifically with the racer talking about him being a teacher. Yeah, and how he's oh, never gonna do it. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, all the all... the conduit for it. Yeah, racer is always the like the meta discussion where, and he's just it's usually just him denying that he's ever gonna need to do something, right? But oh man, the, the, like I wish I uh, or like I really hope Vigilantes gets animated because like the little montage of like him and Monica like going around like dressed up as like different people and then just like ends up like usually cuts to a panel of racer like beating the shit out of somebody like it happens so it's so so often in that little that one little segment I thought it was so funny it it killed me it would be a great I mean no it's not a one off episode but it just feels like one of those it it feels kind of like what a just not a filler episode would be but just a super fun one that literally fight it's like the a b plot where someone's fighting on the one episode the next one they just go to these two like having fun <laughs> they bounce back to like the real story it just i did really did enjoy that too i could really see them like uh taking like the show though and using it as like this is like our our filler replacement um you know until like the the manga gets a little bit further along because like at some point the show and the manga might actually meet um but if it's getting to that point they can just step back and be like Let's just do vigilantes instead, like for a little bit, and kind of put on, on put put the the main show on hiatus. I think that actually could be a really cool strategy because it could be like the, hey, we're getting like towards the end of the show. Uh, we have a little bit more left to animate, but we're waiting for the manga to come out, and that's like check out this other cool series that like feeds into the world and stuff before we finish things off. Yeah, like I talking about animation for this, I would love if Bones did it, but I also don't want them to be. I want it, like, how Call of Duty has, like, four different developers doing it. I would love for a different develop, like, a different animating studio to do this so that as soon as the My Hero season ends, like, four months later, the Vigilante season starts back up. So it's, like, an A, B season, so it's always cast something going. We always have something to talk about personally. But also, it's just rather than waiting, like, oh, great, so we have My Hero, then they have to animate Vigilantes, then they have to animate My Hero again. It takes so long. I get catching up to manga um and having to slow down anyways but that ab allows my heroes team bones to put more time and make that look better because we have vigilantes taking up the time between it and keeping it relevant yeah i think i think that'd be a little little tough um i mean one i would like bones to do it all because i i want that like really unified like look to the entire series um I, but this is such a different series we talked about how different no, it no it is but i still want that unified look and stuff like i think that would be really cool um but i don't know i think it's complicated because it can go one of two ways it could go one because it's such a big series like it's easy to like kind of like you know use the funds and and spread it out and like uh like you know have two studios do it um but it's also like maybe it's so big that bones is like no this is this is the rights to do this come on you can't take this away from us yeah yeah but kind of going back into the chapters i mean the first two kind of ones we're just really talking through Captain Slepper, really, that first meeting, the Christmas party, celebrating all that. Anything we really wanted to call it there besides that Captain Slepper falls for honeypots and he has all kind of legal <laughs> issues. And he's just an easy target. I, I thought that was really funny that, like, James said, yep, he's a good dude. He's just dumb as he's, hell. Yeah, well, I mean, that's basically what Makoto says, right? Like, she's just, like, he's just, he's, like, he's too gullible. He's too, like, you know, like, I guess, like, even, like, she even quotes his wife with saying, like, he's just, he's just too soft, right? Like, so... He always gets sucked into stuff like that when he's not as horrible, I think, as he gets played up to be initially. So it really is like a huge, like even right there is like the the beginning of the redemption. And also, like you said, the beginning of the death flags as well, right? Like when you have such a, 
like such a uh, I don't know almost like polar switch of a character it's like ah, well something's gonna happen to them right so and we still don't know we still don't know yet right like and rather it's death plagues or rather it's him just surviving this and going back to USA it does make sense that this had to come eventually because there's no mention of him in the main series he is pretty powerful I mean he see like they pretty much said I think in one of the chapters that he's like in the top he was in the top 10 list of the United States which is a much bigger country than Japan. I'm not. I don't know about the quality of heroes in one country or the other, but when I don't even know how many times bigger the United States is, when you're the top ten hero there, I'm sure that makes you easily one of the top ten in Japan as well, just because of the peer size. So I, the power level of him makes sense that he has to get out of the manga eventually, and even before they get to the big bad. In this manga, because if he was just around, if he had an All Might clone helping Koichi and them take down the big bad, well, that's not as interesting either because you kind of know he's almost unkillable. So I'm glad they showed his weakness, and I'm glad they're getting rid of him. Not, I don't want him to die off, but they're getting rid of him out of the story eventually because he is kind of a fallback for a lot that Koichi and Pop have done since Duck Ducks has left. Like, oh, let's just call Captain Celebrity kind of comes and saves the day every single time. Yeah, I think a, I think a. <sighs> I want to say because he's so powerful and, uh, like, he's got a decent amount of influence. He's also interacted with other, like, popular uh, heroes, too. Like, it, it seems weird that he wouldn't get, like, a one-off mention in the main series um, if he does die. I think if he just dips, he's not going to get brought up. So, that's where I'm kind of leaning. I'm kind of leaning towards he just ends up living because he's too he's too big of a character all in this series to not like transcend both you know what i mean mind you the time skip i don't i don't know i don't know it's kind of weird what i do want to talk about though is the exploding villains exploding pterodactyl yeah the exploding yeah like bat pterodactyl things that are just like blowing everything up man like dude two o'clock is that guy's tapped that guy's nuts like yeah i think um seeing the way that they look gave me my first real like oh damn these things are literally just Nomu. Like, they're literally just yeah. Nomu. Um, so that, one, that is, like, kind of really cool. And, I mean, I assume that's kind of where this whole, like, plot line is ended up moving. Um, but I think it's super cool. And also, incredibly deadly, the, the the explosion punch thing or whatever, just, like, keep exploding. That's that's deadly. Yeah, that's, it's nutty. I guess is the best way to say that, that when... First off, when they went in the building, I'm like, oh, God, like, what are they going? What kind of villains they had in there? Because they had the big, like, hippo-looking thing and the big ape-looking thing, I think. They fought right away when they went in there. And then they found this one. I'm like, oh, God, like, there is actually a second one. They found a way to clone it. And then when they open up and kind of see the rest of them back there, I'm like, wow. someone." <laughs> my, my first thought, I'm like, someone's going to die this chapter. And I know it's not Aizawa. I know it's not uh, – I thought it might have been Monica. I thought she might have gotten hurt in the... We still don't know that they're fine. We know, obviously, Fakum and Aizawa are fine. But we don't know the aftermath of what happened at the actual hospital or the Pharmacorp. And there, and obviously, we know and none of the pro heroes um, die there. So I, it kind of does open up to what I think is going to happen here. But that was my first thought when reading that. I'm like, first off, how do they clown it? I mean, clone them. Clown. How do they clone the pterodactyls? And two, who's going to die? Yeah, because I mean, like... Uh, like it, it's weird because there's just like these massive bonds that are being established with 
main series characters in this Vigilantes series that you just like you figured would 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 carry over, right? So it makes it makes you think that something does happen to Monica because her and her and Batgirl are like boys. Like those two friggin' love yeah. each other. Like it, it. I love their. Yeah, it's it's the good. It's like it like because it's like a comedy bit, right? It's not like it's a relationship. They literally just feed off each other, right? So, yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised, but I mean, I'd be I'd be stoked to get some like really angry fat gum because like we all we all love seeing anger uh, fat gum get pissed off because that guy like he's he's a he's a bomb ass hero. But what I think in the next couple chapters, I think we're gonna see all might. I think they have teased him so many times and keep like, what was the purpose of having that three panel conversation between the detective and All Might? Except to bring him in for this fight. No, because it's really funny of where they keep teasing that he might come in and he never does. I think that like, I would hope that they stay committed to that bit because I think it's very funny. I hope they just keep doing it of like, like these little moments of where they bring, bring him up. And they're like, oh, like, I could totally come to this thing. And then him just going, no, no, like, you can't come or whatever. You, you can't. Or, hey, sorry, yeah. I can't well, cash okay. in this. But, like, a lot of them are like, oh, I can't help you with the, um, the, like, detective or, like, taking down the actual police. But I'm like, this is one of the biggest events happening in Japan. Obviously, he knows about Captain Celebrity. Obviously, he was invited. And I honestly think that the detective may also call him up saying, like, hey, we have a bunch of exploding pterodactyls flying around the city. This might be the time for you to come and help. Don't but break like, the bit. Don't break yeah, the bit. I don't think that I, – I, I'm kind of with Dylan. Like, I don't think they will break the bit because, like, there's so many other pro heroes there. Like, really, like, powerful pro heroes too, right? Like, the only one I think that basically said that wasn't going to be there was Endeavor, right? Like, I mean – I don't think Hawks is there either. Well, I mean, Hawks – we don't – like, Hawks is, like, the sketchiest dude in the world. So, like – we don't really. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, pretty much the entire top ten was there, except for Endeavor, Hawks, and. All. No, no, I don't actually think Hawks is top ten at this point. Um, oh, because... he's too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... Oh, he's too young. Yeah. He's... I mean, he might be starting his agency now, but yeah. we don't know how far in a difference it is. But, uh, but, yeah. but, but, anyways, I think it, between like having like best genius, um, and, and like having like Mirko, like all and Wash, like all these are actual top ten heroes. Yeah. Well, like, this like like. They, they, like yeah, like this iter- like again, like you don't have this this weird void of like the third spot. Like Best Genius is like solidified there. And I mean like he like everybody says how powerful he is. We don't really ever get to see it. Um besides the fact he kind of like goes toe to toe with All for One, but I mean um well, we, I, I mean we like, don't need All Might. We don't need All we, Might. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm basically getting to. Plus you have you have Gang Orca and his entire crew there, right? Gang like I mean Orca. you can't tell me it wouldn't be cool. If he in chapter 51 the next page you open up he comes in and says don't worry i am here no man no 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 because then i'm i might as well be just reading like early like uh my hero then like i i i I don't want uh all might in this i think of the writers have like the same thought of like they don't want to bring him in this is like a, a different series i think i think there's certain characters you can't bring in like they're pushing the line bringing a lot of these heroes in but i think having like the biggest class of hero be a mainstay being like eraser and midnight i think is like where you kind of like draw the line because like we don't want any class 1a in here we don't want all might in here i think we don't even want endeavor in here yeah yeah i'm i'm totally with you i don't think i don't think you can and like i mean again bringing in all might takes away from like the the story of captain celebrity right it really because i mean they're again like they're almost the same character one is just significantly more i think he's about to die who's gonna save the day 
I, again, the 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 schwacking of freaking pro heroes right. upstairs. What what pro hero in there can hold a fifty thousand person stadium up on top of a tower from falling to the ground like Captain Celebrity is right Game now? Game and his crew. Ryoko. Uh, Ryoko. They're gonna. They're gonna. Yeah, Ryoko. The, yeah. Yeah. Ryoko. Yeah, Ryoko. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Not so she might not even need to hold the thing up. She can take on the exploding like the other dragon. You know what I mean? Fair. So fair. But I'm just saying, if Captain Slurby dies, who's holding it up? I don't think he's gonna die. I don't think. I, I again, I don't think he's. We just said there's death flight. No, no, there's... no. So I, I think, I think, so, so what we're getting at is like, I think everyone else is fairly capable, and I think that the sh- the writers don't want to just bring All Might in because like he is the ultimate Deus Ex Machina, right? Like you bring him in, and he, of course he's gonna beat anything that you ever put in front of him. Like it's it's not interesting to like a story, right? Like why just have him come in and just be like Jesus saves saves the day, right? Let our characters fail a little bit. Let Captain yeah. Celebrity die. Let let Wash have it ha- have its moment. <laughs> let Wash have its oh, moment. Wash. Oh, my no God. one wants Wash to have their moment. There's eight. I no, everybody Mirko, wants. By far, everybody. I want does. Mirko to have an 18 chapter arc in this before I see another panel of wash <laughs> i want to see a little wash just the equ- wash. the equip hero isn't there either i don't think he wasn't he wasn't shown he didn't get shown no, up there was a couple other ones yeah well like yeah he was another like he was on the top 10 list that wasn't there but i think he was already on the top 10 list so i don't know but like he's a he's another one that didn't show up so i don't know again like there's just so many characters that can get a spotlight that doesn't have to be all might like captain celebrity he can let him keep having a spotlight but I, I'm very excited for two weeks where we come back and one, me, me and James are just screaming about how we were right. Um, or Andrew's going to come back and scream about how he was right. And me and James are going to be pissed. Yeah. It's only he, two situations. Yeah. And you know, he's going to gloat like nobody's business. We've all, we've all heard Andrew when he's right. And it's just the, it's just the worst. Like I know you hear it every single week because I'm always. Oh right. my God. Here we go. See, it's happening. It's happening. People. All right. Is there anything else from this chapter that you guys actually want to talk through? I mean, we got to do the. I, I think the only big thing to to talk about is the stakes are getting really high. Like like we've been building it up, and the stakes are actually getting fairly high for this series right now. Like we're actually having some real villains who could do some serious damage and some real heroes involved. Like this, I'm I'm excited to see like if they continue building it up like this and like keep having the stakes at that level, or if they kind of figure out what's going on with this hero and kind of do like a like a reset you know like a reset of stakes by killing like the main hero or main villain and then like going back down to the street level i I, i'm very curious to see how they do that yeah that's a good point yeah especially with they're literally attacking a building full of heroes so obviously they're all gonna have a personal investment in how you either send them off doing their own thing if it's like kind of like a shihaski thing like oh we have to go check out these 18 warehouses across the country and that's why they're all gone and you're back to having Tenya, Midnight, and um, Aizawa in the neighborhood and no one else. Like, I agree. There needs to be something. Maybe not. Maybe you're right. Maybe they do keep raising stakes or maybe they need to do something to say, like, oh, no, everyone has their own investigation to do now. So they're all gone. You never see them again. Raising the so, yeah, – That will be interesting. Raising the stakes just – I don't like – it doesn't – I don't know if it works. Like, I mean, because, like, Koichi, Pop, and Knuckle Duster aren't, aren't like – they're not S-tier heroes by any stretch. You know what I mean? Like, Knuckle Duster is literally quirkless. Pop and Koichi's, like, I mean, 
I mean, Koichi's quirk is being developed, but I mean, Pop is pretty, like, she's basically an idol at this point, right? So, I mean, it seems weird to constantly ramp up stakes when their individual power isn't really going anywhere with the exception of Koichi. Shudiko Blam's gonna kill someone. <laughs> Shudiko Blam? No, I, I would really like Shudiko Blam to, like, kill someone, and it just, like, cut and gets super dark at that moment. And, and Koichi's like, what the? I just killed someone. What the fuck? <laughs> or more than likely shooting through one of, like, the clone villains. No, kill, killing fuck. just, like, a, a street villain. And he gets real sad after that. We have just a, a common thug. Oh, God, that'd be a real dark, Jet. That'd be a really dark arc. But... With that, before we wrap up this week's chapter, why don't we dive into this week's Plus Ultra Award. For those of you that do not know, this is a weekly award that we do do. Well, not weekly anymore. It's pretty much when we do vigilantes or talking about something where specific characters are involved. And we're going to give an award to one character that we went beyond went Plus Ultra in these chapters of the Vigilantes manga. And James, why don't you take it away? I Honestly, I think it's a no-brainer. It's It's Chris, dude. Chris, aka, Chris. yeah, Chris, dude, it's it, like it's a hundred percent him. He's had such like in these in these five chapters, we've had such a, a tone shift with him, and he's like, he's be, just become like more humanized. He's just not this obnoxious douchebag anymore. Like he's got a kid, and he who he like loses his mind over. Like he, the whole the whole evolution of of, of Captain Celebrity is just really just solidified him to me as like such a such a good good character and i think i think that's why he deserves it yeah it's captain celebrity easy i think this is an easy one i think it's very clearly him um and i think i think they did his redemption fairly well too um obviously i think i would have liked to have him like in the series like slowly build it up a little bit more um but i mean it was handled well it doesn't feel like a complete jolt to have him be like a, a decent character now like they built it up they, they they set the seeds and stuff and now we're seeing it kind of bloom here yeah I have to agree. As much as I'd love to give it to Fat Gum or Monica or something like that, because I love those characters, and those characters made these chapters the most enjoy enjoyable for me. But it was by far Chris, Captain Celebrity, whatever you want to call him. I don't know why I call him Chris now, James. It's Chris, it's Chris, dude. That's his uh, his fan club calls him Chris. <laughs> I know he do. You know, but I agree. His his redemption arc's been great. He obviously had some super cool moments in this chapter, learning more about how his quirk works, and I just overall I couldn't give it to anyone else. Wow, a very rare what? opportunity for us to all give it to the same person. This Have is, we yeah. lined up two times in a row now? Wait, did we line it up last time? Yeah, we lined Oh No. Oh, we yeah, we did, but, like, we yeah. Do. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Well. Because last week we did for the Villains episode, but I'm pretty sure that was Vigilante chapters we did. Yeah, vil Villains episode, we none of us lined up at all, so. I, but Vigilante, yeah, because didn't we... Who do who do we agree on? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back. All right, for any of you that listen to know a lot better, let us know down in Twitter below if we're right, if we're wrong, and if you guys agree with our choice of Captain Subby for this week's Plus Ultra Awards. But with that, why don't you two wrap up the show and we'll get out of here? Yeah, so make sure to tell all your friends about the Class One A podcast and hit us with that five star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. Make sure you check out pop.com and twitter.com slash pop underscore off for updates on this podcast and all the other stuff that we do. But with that, that'll be all for this week's episode of Class 1A. Class is now dismissed, and we'll see you back here next Saturday. <laughs> Saturday.